genre. Welcome to the Jane Silent Pop Minute. We're covering the movie Dogma, one minute at a time. Today we're covering minute 105, but possibly the greatest blissful minute ever. I'm Jeff Ferry. And I'm Chris there, Kutch. Chris, Bartleby's been awaiting our arrival, and we are here. Yeah. yeah, you know, that was a dumb move on his part. Why would he wait their arrival? Because he's a villain, and it's in the villain playbook. <laughs> You're right. You're right, it is. It's, it's the typical <laughs> villain shit of, like... Yeah, I could have cut my wings off and transubstantiate it, and this would all be over right now. There's only four people in the entire world who can stop me. Let's wait for them to get here. <laughs> like, like, not even to can stop me, <laughs> that apparently are even willing to attempt to stop me. Right. It's like four people don't even give a shit about this. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, yeah, I'm going to wait for them to be here, because I, I got to... Here's the point. If you're going to rub it in their face, what's the point of that if it's like, I'm going to rub it in their face, and then I'm going to gonna walk through here and we're all gonna cease to exist yeah what i just want to get one more one more rub in their face before everything is over yeah and nobody remembers it i mean it won't show them (laughs) because they'll be completely wiped out of existence not even like i'm gonna kill them they're gonna be wiped out of existence and we get a little uh little fireball come running up oh yeah this was (laughs) uh this is unexpected the first time you watch it because like yeah yeah, samahai comes running up to him and it's like because at this point they don't know they don't know that Bartleby, and he says it, he he, he already knows the score here. Yeah. So th- she thinks like, oh, okay, Bartleby, wait, you know, if you go through there, you know, all existence is going to end. She's about halfway through it. And you think maybe she's got some kind of powers or something because she's running up to him like she can do something about it. But, yeah. He slaps her away like a five-year-old child got near him. <laughs> yes, he does. Just, ka And that's it. Yep. Goodbye. Like, all right. Like, wow, and he does it. mention, he does mention that he become he's become aware of the repercussions. So apparently, this is what he wants. Yeah, at some point he went from, he got on as on board with Azrael at some point of like, yeah, no, um, I would literally rather be completely wiped out of existence than be here, than let you people live here, uh, scot free on paradise. But it didn't seem thinks. like, like he seemed upset at the beginning, but like he didn't seem like he must be one of those guys that was like. Just barely keeping it together. Yeah, waiting to snap. Like, you didn't know. It's like your friend who you didn't know was, like, barely hanging on. And then, like, something happens to them and just rips away that veneer. And they just fucking go to pieces. And you're like, oh. Yeah. Oh, they were just – they were barely hanging on. They, they had, a like, a, a real one coat of paint over their fucking bullshit. Yeah. That's the story. Like, it was so normal. I was over at his house on Christmas Eve last But, year. like, they're not normal. Like, they're just <laughs> – they're maintaining – yeah, yeah. That's like that's up there with like um people will be like, I've known the, the Johnsons forever, like they never fight. Well then, one of two things. They either fight behind closed doors, or if they truly never fight, there's some weird shit going on over there because Yeah. Like you not even fight. I'm not saying you gotta scream and argue, but like you never come into conflict with someone you live with, that's not possible. I mean, I guess you can do it and not have anybody see though, right? I mean I mean, I guess some people could be that classy, Chris. I'm not that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I try to keep my shit under wraps when we're out in public, but like sometimes yeah. it, sometimes they get, and sometimes you just can't let it go, man. You start going, and you're just like, I've only ever done it a couple of times where someone was like, "Yeah, you all right there?" Like, oh, I better shut the fuck up. <laughs> Even when it starts to come out in public, though, I'm always like, "All right, all right, 
all right, shut up. Wait till this gets home. Wait till we get home yeah. with this crap. <laughs> yeah, it, it's normally if it was. It sounds like in your thing, it's more likely your wife than you doing it. Where I think it's the opposite with me. I'm the one more likely to start trying to elevate it. Now oh, I've really? never so, yeah. before anybody thinks that I'm complete. You know, you know these are the men and women of law enforcement, cops on TV. Like I am not <laughs> that bad. I've yeah. never gone to that. I've never. We've never screamed at each other. Had like a real fight in public. Just enough where somebody raises their voice, and yeah. just sharp enough where everybody goes, "Ooh!" Anybody who's See, in a relationship that, knows that sound. Whether that happens, that's when I I bail out. I like I'm done until we get home. I'm, I'm completely yeah. done. <laughs> I won't I won't go any further from there. Like usually, usually unless there's some yeah. drinks involved or something, then you can. Then, yeah, I mean, then I'm like, granted, oh, I like all things, it's a sliding scale. Drinks. Um, I think age has a lot to do with it. Once I got older, I just like yeah. you. You finally wise up the fact of like. Is this going to score me any points to have this argument here? Oh, when I was fucking 16? Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'd, yeah, I'd fucking fair. air my dirty laundry in front of a room full of strangers <laughs> or, or my immediate family. I didn't give a fuck. <laughs> I think I learned it while my wife was pregnant because it happened a lot. Like, yeah. I guess because she was emotional. And it was like, eh, I'm just not going to argue with you right now. <laughs> and, like, my family, we were we were yellers. We, we like to scream and yell at each other. That's just how we... That's how problems got worked out. You have to. <laughs> yeah. Well, you do. You do need that sometimes, too. That's true. I do agree. And with like that. I've said on here, sometimes like sometimes you got to have the fight. I feel like you got to you got to let the pressure off once in a while. You got to, <laughs> you know, some shit backs up for a while and you're like, all right, let's have the fight. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, and it's, this has been going on for a month now. Let's just get it out. Let's. Yeah. And it. like and you hope it's about something dumb. You hope it's like yeah. the fight kicks off because, you know, somebody to put the fucking dishes away. Right, right. This you don't want the fight this. to be over your kids or no. money or something that like really matters. Yeah. You know, money. I don't it's give good. a crap about anymore either. You know, if the fight's about <laughs> you, you know, you turned your head at the waitress when she walked by. You know, that's a fight you could probably have. Have everybody be mad about and laugh about the next day. Right, 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 right. I've had her laugh in my face because of that. Like, oh, you like that one? Are you checking out? <laughs> no, I wasn't doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I remember we were walking somewhere and there was a couple walking in front of us and I was like mm, look at that ass and my wife's like what? I'm like he must work out <laughs> so like you get to say it in front of them and then defuse the situation right you know you gotta learn that like I said you gotta learn that jujitsu you gotta learn how to deflect things coming in at you <laughs> and like it's like what we say especially with you know a spouse or even like your kids or your or I would say, to the most degree, your parents, they know how to slip a jab through your defenses if they really want to try. Ah, oh, my wife, too, no doubt. Oh, yeah. They like they know how to hurt <laughs> you if they really need to. Yeah, you're like, oh, oh, I see. You just want to piss me off at this point. Well, and there's every once in a while, you know, you, you step into one, and the next thing you know, you're fucking down on the ground looking up at the lights like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, yeah. those are the ones you just, you take an L for that night. You're just like, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna shut the fuck up now. <laughs> yeah, either, you got me. Either yeah, either you did something dumb or you said something, like, the moment it left your lips, you were like, oh, I shouldn't have said that shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, knock on wood, I haven't, like, done anything like that in a long time, but, like, ah, it's only a matter of time before you do. Right. It, it becomes less frequent as you get older, but, yeah. As hopefully. As you, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. It should, anyway. It should. Yeah. All right. So, we got uh, the uh, the muses down now. Not Jason Muse. So, I'm Hayek. <laughs> So then she charges at him. Again, this whole thing, no plan at all. No fucking plan at all. All right, I'm going to yeah, go rush this guy. Keep... Go ahead. And call him a sick, twisted fuck. Oh, yeah, okay. Then he puts a knife to your throat. Whoops. Right. 
Yeah, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, it's like so that, that was your big plan? Like, <laughs> I don't understand. Even, Let's take turns running at the guy who we can't <laughs> beat up or anything. Even if the plan had been, let's t- try to take him in a rush, which is essentially what's going to happen later. Right. Like, that's a dumb plan. But, like, at least it, that's it, something. Right. Like, um, I was watching Tremors not that long ago, and they talk about, uh, we need a plan. And Kevin Bacon's like, we'll make a run for it. And he's like, that, that's, running's not a plan. Running's what you do when a plan <laughs> doesn't work. <laughs> so, like, running plan. at him and slapping him on his chest, that's not a plan. No. No. And he, he takes that knife and puts it against her, her neck, and it looks like, like, if that was a real knife, she'd be bleeding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, ben Affleck is doing, he's doing quality work in this scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's gritting his he, teeth and everything. He is pretty fucking menacing in this scene. Yeah. I love, he's got the knife against her neck, and then they, like, start to run forward, and he just points the knife at them, and they all stop. <laughs> yeah. Which is funny, because it's like, <laughs> that's actually less threatening Right, because now somebody me. can run around you. Yeah. Because the, whole, the reason why I'm I'm not not rushing you because you have a knife. I'm not rushing you because you have a knife to her throat. Right, because you're going to kill her. But it is one of those things of like, I mean, I guess he could slit her throat ear to ear right here. And you killed the last ion, which whatever. But like, you've lost all your leverage at that point. Right. But it's kind and of a stalemate right now. If he's still in angel mode, which... At this section of the movie, he seems to be fucking unkillable. He's like some Highlander shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, somehow he has become, yeah, uh, immortal again. Well, and like or, unstoppable. Not even like immortal. Because right. like, immortal is a different thing. He's just like fucking unstoppable now. Yeah, where they were just kicking his ass, uh, you know, a half hour ago. Yeah. <laughs> Which again, this would be hopefully the final time I mention it. All they needed was a line to mention that like... If you're touched by God, you're able to be in this thing. You know, you're in the spirit world. Right. But uh, now it seems like they don't even have that. Yeah. Now, like, again, if that was true, <laughs> then there's four of them. They should have been able to do something here. Right. Right. Now, he still has to. I know I know what happens later on, but he still has to cut his wings off. So when was he going to pull? Was he going to kill everybody first and then do it? Is that Was that his plan? I don't understand well, his plan. Well, when, when the wings actually come off, we'll decide at that point what the fucking original plan was. Right. And, I don't know what the original plan like, was. How did Matt Damon's wings get off? Because I'm hoping to God they didn't use this knife to do it. Oh, yeah. That would have took a while, I think. It's like, here, let me use the world's smallest knife to try to get this out of here. <laughs> I, although I do appreciate that he's using, like, an actual real knife. He doesn't have, like a Rambo-esque movie knife right here. Right, right, or a big sword or something. He's just got a regular, st- like, steak knife. Like <laughs> A sword, in a way, would almost make more sense, because that would be, like, a, we- a weapon I would think an angel would use. It's true, true. But I don't know where he would get it. Well, I don't know where Azrael got the Uzi either, so. <laughs> I could have got the knife anywhere. <laughs> yeah, you could pick it up somewhere. Fucking I'm sure he could go up on one of them. Somewhere. One of the, he could have got a sword off of one of them gargoyles on the on the front of the building, <laughs> couldn't he? <laughs> I think that one gargoyle is just a big gremlin. <laughs> um, he says to her, like, well, you should know what this feels like, you know, having hey, God abandon you. Hey, that's nice. Thanks for bringing up my uh, my uterus that doesn't work. <laughs> is, is that what he's Because I thought he was talking about the husband abandoning her, and I'm like, that's a I think he's talking about both. Right I think he's talking about the fact that you okay. couldn't have a kid, and then your husband left you. That's why he left you, yeah. Yeah. He's like, you only dealt with the pain a few years. I've dealt with it for millennia. You know what? I'm going to call bullshit on this. And here's why it's bullshit. If you live forever, and you have to deal with something for like a millennia or two, how is that worse than if I only live for 75 years, 
And yeah. for 55 of those years, I have to deal with this bullshit. No, that's not fair at all. That's not yeah, – it's, it's, um, yeah, it's not a good trade-off there. That's the mean, same thing of like – I guess length of time sucks, but – That's like somebody who's 80 years old telling somebody who's 20 years old, you know, well, I know you've had cancer for five years, but I've had it for seven <laughs> yeah, but you're so much fucking older than me. Like it's different. Like it's like you, you have got much it more at life. Seventy three years old. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm sorry that your last two thousand years or whatever were kind of shitty, but like you were an angel for fucking what? According to Azrael, like a million years before that. And guess what? You could live forever, you idiot. No, you want to end that whole existence. So. <laughs> yeah, like you could still live down here. Yeah. I mean, you could try to get into God's good graces. I don't think he's ever going to let you back into heaven, but, like, maybe he'll let you travel, see the not world. Now. You know? <laughs> not now. Not now. Not to this bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Although, uh, I think I, when we spoke about when we did the uh, movie quotes the other day, I talked about um, from Alien when Ash says, um, you have my sympathies. That was fucking cold-blooded to say to somebody. Yeah. I'll tell you what else is cold-blooded to say to somebody. What he says to hire here when he says – um, you know, you felt this pain, but like, unlike you, you don't have to see how blissful your husband with his with his new wife. He turns her head towards him and goes, "And he is." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that is fucking harsh. To <laughs> just say to let somebody. you know that he is. He definitely is. So <laughs> it's just like, yes, he does not even fucking remember you. Yeah, which is. And it's the, the typical thing of, like, that's probably true. He probably is blissful. He's probably not mostly forgotten about her. Meanwhile, like, her whole life, to some degree, still revolves around that. Obviously, the physical part of it, and then him leaving her. Right. It's just like, that's, he basically destroyed her life, and he just fucking moved right on. Apparently, the other three didn't like it either, because they try to rush him again as soon as he says that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and... They probably would if Rufus wasn't there. I think Jay and Silent Bob are like, we already kicked this dude's ass once. Why are you holding us back? Right. I I, I threw him off the train. I, I, we don't need to stay back because he's got one little knife. Like, sure. Silent Bob's probably going to get stabbed eight or nine times. We'll take him in a rush. Yeah, yeah. I mean, let's look at this in, in the most cold-blooded fashion. Say they rush. He kills her. They get him down. He They eventually somehow subdue him. And he ends up killing Jay and Silent Bob. And the Muse and the Apostle are able to eventually stop him. In the grand scheme of the universe, you take that win. Needs it a many over yeah. needs it a few. <laughs> yeah. I was like, at some point, like, you gotta be cold blooded about this shit. Like they're yeah. just they're not looking at the big picture here. Like, they are not the battlefield general. Like they're the person that's like, Oh, you know, I can't you gotta be able to make the hard decisions. Another problem is, isn't this last scion, like, supposed to be so important because she's the bl- bloodline? So, yeah, it, like... With the exception of blessing the sink, I've seen nothing that matters. That, that Right. Why does she have to be the last scion? Right. Again, unless you reproduce. roll it back into my thing, saying that you have to be some part of heaven to be part of this little adventure. Oh, yeah. Like, because she would be the last scion. The last scion has to have prophets. Her prophets happen to be Jane, Silent Bob. He's an apostle. She's a muse. So everybody is, you know, touched by heaven in one way or another. Right. Right now she's touched by an angel. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) That was Chris's favorite show when he was growing up. I don't think I ever watched that show. Of course not. I I feel like it was like a really like Christian-y type show. Which one was the one 
was the guy from um, Little House on the Prairie was the angel. Is that the one? Uh, I think that was that one. Okay, maybe I did see an episode of that or two. I don't know. I remember that guy. What's his name? Michael Landon or something? Um, Touched by an Angel ran from 1994 to 2003. Wow. It's not that one. So Okay. This one had Roma Downey, Della Reese, and John Dye. No, you're thinking Highway to Heaven. That's the one you're thinking of. Oh, okay. That was like the the 80s version of this. Gotcha. I've seen that one. That's the one I've seen. I never saw Touched by an Angel at all, ever. The light in the room I'm recording in just started flashing. I think there may be an angel in here. Uh-oh. we got to get this podcast over with before we, you know, before we get some consequences. <laughs> I know. This is going to go terribly <laughs> for me. So if you will notice, um, between waiting for them and now essentially monologuing, he's fucking doing what Azrael did. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Azrael, it didn't work out for him either. So Yeah. He's literally creating the opportunity for this to go sideways. Yeah. So I didn't look it up with Azrael because I was trying to wait on it, but I looked up five movie villains who monologue their way their victory. <laughs> <laughs> All right. See if you can come up with them. Um, I'm not going to guess because it has a picture of two of them right on the front. So this is from Game Rant for all the, you know, if that helps you. Think of a movie villain who monologued their way their victory. Um, we've, I'll put it this way. We've mentioned one, at least the two pictures that I see, one we've mentioned this season. And okay. one I think we may have mentioned tonight, at least the movie. Hans Gruber. How's that? Um, I don't know, because I don't know who's on the list, but uh, here oh, we go. Oh, shit. Hold on. My favorite thing, pop-ups. Yeah, they're great. I was trying to, of course, does it have the fucking monologues? Of course not. All right. Yeah. Number five, Khan and Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan. <laughs> Which is where the <laughs> needs of the many yeah. outweigh the needs of the few. Yeah, we did mention that one. <laughs> Uh, Khan needs to have the last words, and that gives Kirk and his crew enough time to solve the problem. I think they're they're referring to the scene where uh, – that's the, one of the other things I send a lot in my thing. Uh, it's coming through now, Khan, which is so, – instead of just – it's it's almost this exact scene. Instead of just blowing the fucking ship up when they have the chance, right. he has to get Kirk on the view screen and let him know, hey, I beat you. So And while, seen- while he's gloating, <laughs> he gets his fucking <laughs> ass handed to him. I've seen clips of that. I've never seen that movie. Oh my! You, why the fuck do I podcast with you? <laughs> Listen, I'm st- I'm, I'm watching um, James Bond. Come on, you watched I never a saw- James Bond movie. I ne- I watched the, the original series of Star Trek, and I've never seen one movie of Star Trek. Oh my God, <laughs> I'm, I'm working on it. I'm working. All right, on it. we got we, we got a hiatus <laughs> coming up. I'm working. Go to James on the pod. Quicker stop. If we started a Patreon and I forced Chris to watch all these movies, would anybody pay for it? <laughs> To have to listen, for, well, for two things: one, to force this asshole to watch these movies, and to hear his ridiculous uh, views on them. I mean, I Please. think I'm going to like them, so I don't think it's going to be too bad. But yeah, well, it better not be, otherwise I'll really have to kill you. <laughs> um, number four: Darth Sidious in Star Wars Episode Six: Return of the Jedi. Um, I, that's when he's uh, hitting it with the lightning. Oh, oh, oh okay, yeah, yeah. Um, I, got that one. I guess so. He doesn't. He monologues a little bit. But he's mostly electrocuting him. Yeah, I think he's he's trying to kill him. I guess he's a little bit. He's electrocuting him and giving him the business a little bit because you know he does the. And now, young Skywalker, you will die. Now, does but that mean his end? Does he get killed because of that? I guess he does. Well, okay, so it depends <laughs> on how you look at it. Yeah, he throws him down a shaft, which for forty fucking years we thought killed him, but somehow. Ow. Palpatine right, yeah. returned. That's true. I forgot he came back. I forgot he came back. 
has the real what the fuck moment. And oh, spoiler alert for episode nine. I'm just being like, oh, he's yeah, back, well, huh? Too late. You spoiled it, but well, it's when they heard when we heard his voice in the previews. I was like, fuck yeah! I was like, I can't wait to see them explain how this happened. Stupid me thinks they're going to have some decent explanation for it. Yeah, there was really. He has a clone, you know, a twin brother we didn't know about. You know, he did like one of those switcheroo movies or something. No, they're like, uh, now he just walked it off. Oh, okay. That makes sense. He's a Jedi, so, or, or, you know. Yeah, listen, there's being a Jedi and there's being on a fucking Death Star that fucking explodes with you on it. (laughs) Space, yeah. Like, or you could have shown me he falls down there somehow survives you could have shown him getting into like a escape pod or something right well, like, something. like they did with boba fett like they did with boba fett when he got down yeah where they show him yeah it's, it's ridiculous how he gets out but you're like all right that's yeah, but it, it gave me something it gave me something um scar in the lion king oh my god okay but i mean I, that makes sense yeah after simba <laughs> comes back to get the throne as is his right scar almost kills him but not before telling simba the truth about how his father died yeah, yeah. and then simba goes bananas and fucking throws him off the thing and then he gets eaten by hyenas right kills his own uncle uh, here's yeah, the other one we've mentioned this season already syndrome in the incredibles <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> yeah so he tries to go back and threaten them and it all goes sideways that one's pr- on purpose like that one they do that well they do it a couple yeah, times that one yeah. once he gets away with it because he does it to mr incredible mr incredible tries oh, to hit him right. and he's like you <laughs> caught me monologuing <laughs> Uh, number one, Ronin and Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, yeah. When Ronin encounters the Guardians on Xandar and emerges intact from the fight, instead of using the hammer to destroy Xandar, he launches into a lengthy monologue. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's what I in the end, Peter Quill right? disrupts him by breaking into dance and song, making <laughs> yeah, one of the most bizarre yeah. movies in the MCU. <laughs> but I like that one. That one was good. Yeah, because, I mean, you know, dance battle. <laughs> Okay, right, so, that was it. Um, it's just five. I, I took it easy on you for Friday. Yeah. Yeah, and you didn't make me guess them all either. It wasn't that bad. But it is Friday, isn't it? Wow. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, hey, everybody. What's going on? Hey, I don't know where I'm at. Welcome to Friday, everybody. I just found out. <laughs> all right. Why don't you do something useful? Do some plugs. I was making sure we didn't miss nothing at the end of that minute. Uh, we are the Jane on Bob Minute. We're on DuelingGenre.com. Go check out Dueling Genre. There's so much stuff on there. Click around. You'll find anything you want. St- uh, movies and uh, what are they called? <laughs> uh, audio dramas. There's audio dramas on there. Some movies by minutes on there. I couldn't think of audio drama. What? I'm tired. <laughs> it's Friday. <laughs> and, and it's all, all you. All right. 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 7. You may have heard this one before because I definitely have heard this. Love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Now, the only thing I can't remember is if I heard that at a wedding or a funeral. <laughs> I don't... I've definitely heard the last part. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Right. Now, 
Uh, I'm going to assume heard. it was probably a funeral because I've certainly been to a lot more funerals lately than I have weddings. I believe there's a prayer too, where they at, at like at the end of every sentence they say "Love endures all things." Love endures all right. All well, things. I mean, maybe people drop into the quick stop and tell us. Maybe you know all of our priests we have in there. Yeah, I don't know. We'll find out. We got all the priests in there. We got Father Guido Sarducci. We got Father Mulcahy. You know, we got oh, Priest Allen. <laughs> we got Father Time in there. <laughs> That's not Reverend a priest. Reverend Jim. <laughs> Reverend Bud Green. Rev Run. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I saw him. 